I don't know about you, but I want to live a life of peace. You know, this world is in such need of peace. That's what we're going to be talking about today is keeping our minds fixed and focused and living a life of peace. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening to Life is Jesus Christ with Sean Paul. Make sure you subscribe to stay connected. We pray your life in Christ be supercharged with today's message. Hello, Sean Paul here with Life is Jesus Christ. God bless you guys. Thank you for joining me today. You know, we've been talking about keeping our minds fixed and focused uh, for quite some time. This is part four, and uh, we're going to be talking about peace and much more today. But I don't know about you, but I look around the world today, and I don't say this in a judgmental way, but it's just, I think this world needs some peace. I don't know about you. Um, and I think it's easy for us to get our minds off of the things of God and get it onto the world system. And by doing so, we are putting ourselves into a position where we're not experiencing the peace that God has for us. I believe that that's the type of life that God wants us to live is a, 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 a life of worry-free and a life of peace. And I believe that he has that for us. I strive to walk in that on a daily basis. I'll be honest with you. I'm kind of addicted to peace. I enjoy peace. I don't like to uh, live in a world where uh, turmoil, drama, I try to eliminate that as much as possible in my decision-making and in, in just what activities I'm going to be involved in, what I'm looking at on social media, what I'm looking at on news and so forth. So let's go ahead and dive into the word here. Uh, Isaiah 26.3 says this, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you. So it's saying, if you trust in God, he will keep you in perfect peace. Now you might say, well, Sean, you know, I trust in God, but I don't always have peace in my life. And, you know, uh, I was actually studying a little bit on peace here recently. And um, I just believe that, you know, when we live a life in God and we put our whole life into his hands, so to speak, and we surrender everything to him, he has peace for us. And that peace surpasses all understanding, meaning you could be in a life storms and you could have peace at the same time. And you could say, wait a minute, whoa, kind of like walk out of the situation and look up from the outside in and say, how in the world can I have peace at this time? Just a couple of weeks ago, my wife mentioned um, we're bringing an admission team to Guatemala and uh, one of our drivers got hurt and she's like, you know, but what are we going to do? You know, he's hurt. Can he even drive the van? He hurt his knee and uh, it's a clutch. And uh, I'm like, you know, I don't even want to think about it right now. There's just no sense in even thinking about it because, you know, we may devise this whole entire plan and at the same time, he's going to be okay. So yesterday I walked over to his house and said, hey, you know, just wanted to ask you, what's the deal on you driving the van when our team comes in nine days? He says, oh, I'll be fine. I'll be driving. So see, it's, you know, I'm not making fun of my wife, but I was just saying is there's just no sense in even thinking about certain things. There's no sense in stirring the pot in life needlessly over things that may not need to be thought about. So that's what I try to do is I just try to consume my life in God and I try to minimize drama in my life and I try to, uh, you know, go towards peace because to me, that's the way I want to live. And I believe that's what God has for me. So again, you will keep in perfect peace, all who trust in you. So, you know, trust is totally 100% surrendering your life 
to the Lord, putting your total life into his hands and saying, God, it doesn't matter where you want to take me in life. I'm going wherever you call me to go. I'm going to learn to trust in you no matter what and, and decide that whatever plan you lead and guide me in, I'm going to go ahead and run run that race. I'm going to go ahead and do that. You know, and trust is, you know, your future, your career, your spouse, the way you raise your children, um, your finances, um, your relationships with your friends. Trust is just, it's just a multifaceted thing. But if you put your whole entire life into the hands of God, I promise you, I promise you 100%, you're going to live a life of peace. You know, I'll give an example. I thought this was a really good example. Uh, the other day, uh, uh, you know, we haven't really been on vacation probably for five years. Yeah, we've gone and seen family, but like vacation, like vacation that we all know it, probably five years, if not longer. And, you know, I just like, you know what? We got blessed here recently and we're taking a vacation, you know, a three-day vacation. And I was like, we're doing it next week. We're doing it next week. I don't care. And so I went to go look uh, at Airbnbs and my wife said that she wants to go on the beach. And so I'm looking, it's just not right. I mean, there's just no peace at all as I'm looking and I'm just like, mm, this isn't right, you know? And I just, I was like, okay, I got, I'm going to obey here. Uh, baby, do you, do you have any peace about this? And she's like, I just not feeling it. So see, this is the way we live our lives. See, we're putting our whole entire life in God's hands and we're trusting him to help us make our decisions that we need to make. Long story short, we have to renew our visa. We live in Guatemala on a visa, meaning we uh, have to check in every 90 days and get a new visa to stay here. And we have a team coming and they're going to be in El Salvador. We got to go meet them, but it's like two days after our visa expires. So it's like, we got to go do something before we go see our team in El Salvador. And so it just praying about it and just thinking about it and just, you know, saying, Lord, what should we do? The Lord's like, guys, you need to do this. You need to go to El Salvador two days before, go to the beach there and get an Airbnb there. And it was just like, bing, 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 light bulbs, peace flooded in our hearts. We're like, that's it. So see, that's the importance of trusting your whole uh, put your whole life into God's hands and trust in him. And continue on with the scripture says, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. So see, not only do you need to trust him, but you've got to keep your thoughts fixed on him in every area of your life. And again, we're talking about being fixed and keeping our minds fixed and focused. We got to keep our minds so fixed and focused on the Lord and on his word, on the Holy Spirit and in, in the Holy Spirit, the way he guides us and leads us as you do this. You will learn to be addicted to peace. You will learn to be be addicted to a drama-free life. The Bible says in Matthew 24, 13, it says, but the one who endears to the end will be saved. You know, we need to endear. And to endear, we need to keep our minds fixed on God. You know, this scripture is not saying, you know, the one who struggles and suffers to the end. And I'm not saying that, Believers don't experience trials and tribulations in their lives because we do, you know, but I just don't want to make that like a doctrine where we're obsessed with, you know, we can't enjoy life. We can't enjoy the pleasures of life because we got to suffer for Jesus. I believe that God has his best for us and we should be living that life. Uh, uh, and and so again, endures to the end. To me, you know, it's, it's, you know, allowing our lives to be so fixed and focused on God and allowing uh, us to run this race in God, 
that when we run this race, even though we may face opposition, we may face circumstances, you know, we uh, face circumstances that may be trying to defeat us, we still endure to the end because we keep our minds fixed and focused on the Lord. And as the word says, the one who endures to the end will be saved. You know, I believe in my heart that we've got to, like I say, keep our minds fixed and focused no matter what situations we are facing in our lives. And as we face those situations, we need to be praising the Lord, thanking him that he has his best for us, that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. You know, uh, we could do all things through Christ who strengthens us. I mean, we've got to just keep that mindset in our minds that that we are running this race and there's going to be seasons in our lives that we're going to face. And sometimes it's just only a season. And we have to look at the situation. I've lost jobs. You know, I've been laid off. I've had to leave companies because of situations. I felt like my whole life was going to fall apart. But see, we just got to realize that it's just a season. You know, we may be facing a season of, of you know, a divorce. You know, uh, we may be facing a season of a child that's not serving God. We may be facing a season of financial troubles, you know, but it's just a season. And I'm not trying to minimize what you're going through, but what I'm trying to say is you got to look at it and say, how long can this really last? You know, in my job situation, I remember I had to leave the company because like, like literally their customer service was destroying all my previous past customers that I brought over to the company and literally cutting ties from me because I couldn't offer the service that I did at another company. And I had to quit. I had to leave. I felt like my whole life was falling apart, but it was just a season. I mean, within a couple months, I mean, I had a new job. My clients came back. Everything was great. And Isaiah 41, 14 says, do not be afraid for I am with you. Fix your minds on that, that God is with us. God is with you. God is with me. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. God's saying, look, don't be discouraged. I'm your God. We have the creator of the universe as our Abba Father, as our God. He's our God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, I will strengthen you and help you. God will strengthen us and help us as we keep our minds fixed and focused on him. What is in important is God is important. His word is important. His plan and purpose for our lives is important. You know, I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. You know, we will, we don't, we cannot live a life in defeat. We can't live a life in fear. Why? Because God is with us. You know, we, we have a, this awesome relationship with the Lord through his son, Jesus Christ. And God is with us. He will see us through. He will strengthen us. He will see us through. He will help us overcome any circumstance. Don't allow discouragement to, to overcome you. You know, uh, Matthew 6, says this, is seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. See, this is... This is the way we get victory in life. You know, sometimes people can be so obsessed with things, you know, things of cars, houses, money, uh, clothing, food, you know, restaurants, vacations, whatever it may be. People are just obsessively chasing after those things because, you know, if you look at social media today, how do they attract people uh, uh, to, to listen, so to speak, to their message as far as what they're posting on social media? Money. 
you know, uh, uh, a career success, whatever it may be. It's just like one video after another, you know, hey, let me help you show, uh, let me show you how I made $5,000 in one day in my sleep, you know, whatever that, whatever they say, just, I just get so just, I just scroll right past them. I don't even listen to anymore, but I'm just saying, but that's the, that's like the carrot on the stick, you know, of, of, of drawing people is because people are so obsessive over things. But the Bible says, look, seek first the kingdom of God. Above all else, live righteously, you know, live righteously, walk in holiness, seek to be free from sin. I know these are buzzwords that a lot of people are liking today, but I'm telling you, when you seek to live this type of life, God will provide you everything you need. Now, you know, I'm sitting here in Guatemala. I'm sitting in a home right now. I rent for 400 bucks a month in Guatemala. It's a nice house. You know, it's a four-bedroom home. It doesn't have a garage. It's got two baths, nothing luxurious. You can see old windows in the windows. But you know what? I'm at peace. I love my life. I love my life here in Guatemala. God has blessed me abundantly. I don't have everything I need. We're believing for a car right now. We're still saving and believing for a car. You know, I don't have everything that I need. Yes, we do have another vehicle. I don't want you to think, oh, you know, Sean don't even have a vehicle. No, I'm, what I'm saying is we're believing for another vehicle for our ministry. I don't have everything need, I need. But inside, I am so full and satisfied of God. To see, it's not about possessions and, a, and, and, and whatever I may have in the bank or whatever. It's about the kingdom of God and seeking him and living a righteous life. And as you do that, I promise you, and again, we're talking about being fixed and focused. I promise you, you will begin to see other areas in your life aligning, meaning things that you thought you used to need, now you realize you really don't need. And then the things that you didn't realize you need, now you have them. So see, that's the way I feel like I'm at in my life now, where there's things I used to chase after, and now it's just, they just don't really mean anything to me. And there's things that I chase after, meaning the things in, in the kingdom of God. And it just, to me, it brings so much fullness and satisfaction in my life. But it all comes down to seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. You know, um, we just can't get tangled up in, in this world. We can't get tangled up in the affairs of this world. We can't get tangled up in the things that the world says that's important. We just can't afford to do that. You know, the Bible says that we must renew our minds. You know, we need to clean and renew our minds and allow the word of God to tell us, to show us what is important. And see, then Jesus went on to say again, and he will give you everything you need. So to me, what do I need in life? You know, I put a list up here. Health. I need health. I want health. I walk in health. I speak and confess that I walk in divine health. I speak and say I'll never be in a hospital. I'll never have surgery. You know, I speak those things. I believe those things. I speak over my body. I tell my body, you, you are in divine health. You walk in divine health. You know, life, we need this life, this amazing life that God has given us. We need to experience the life that God wants us to have and run with that life. You know, I've never thought in my mind, in my wildest dreams, that I would ever be a missionary in the foreign lands. Never thought of that. Never thought of that. I had a career in real estate. I love real estate. To this day, I still love real estate. I, I miss real estate, but I don't, 
I'm not saying that I wish I could go back and do it, but I'm just saying I thought I had life then, and I was blessed then. I've been serving the Lord for 32 years, but what I'm saying is, is now that I'm in the mission field, I'm like, whoa, man, now I'm really experiencing life. So see, I'm just saying that that when we seek God, allow him to place us in, us in the life that he wants us to have, and we live this life that he wants us to, to, to have and chase after the plans and purposes, we'll begin to experience things that we never knew that we could have. You know, again, I'm, this is my list, joy, peace. You know, I don't know about you, but I love to have joy. You know, joy is our strength. You know, happiness is temporary. We could be happy over a piece of pizza. You know, we could be happy over many things, but joy is something that's like deeper down inside of us and 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 it just gives us the strength. You know, peace, I talked about that. Provisions, you know, finances, provisions, uh, uh, you know, provisions are many things, but you know, we need provisions. We need finances. You know, uh, uh, you know, let's see how far you can go without any money in your pocket or bank account. You can't go really far. So we need provisions. We need shelter, you know, clothes. We need jobs and much more. So what I'm just saying is, is put God first, chase after the righteousness you know, chase after holy living, chase after, uh, uh, you know, being a slave to righteousness, not a slave to sin. I promise you, you will see a flood of goodness of God in your life. And that, again, keeping our minds fixed on him. You know, Hebrews 12, 2 says this, 12, 2a says, we do the uh, this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. You know, Jesus is our primary example of how to live life, to be a servant, to walk free from sin, to to just totally give of your life, to be uh, have compassion upon mankind, to have love come out of your heart, and to be obedient to the commands of God. I mean, there's so many things of examples of, of Jesus, but we need to keep our eyes fixed and focused on him. You know, he is the prize. He is the great example. He He is the Lamb of God. You know, and 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 he's the one that championed our faith. He's the one that went to the cross and brought salvation uh, to our lives. So see, by keeping our eyes on him and by running our race and using him as our example of who we should be in our lives, guess what? We're going to begin to see amazing things take place in our lives. You know, we keep our eyes on him by reading his word. You know, we got to be consumed with the word of God, you know. Uh, uh, you know, there's times that I'll wane in my desire to, to read the word. You know, there's days I'll wake up and say, you know what? I just really feel like just drinking a cup of coffee and just veg out and, uh, do this or do that and not really want to read the word. There's times I just got to say, Holy ghost, get a hold of me, shake me, shake me and get down inside of me and just help me desire the word of God. Help me read the word of God. We got to maintain a life of prayer. You know, we got to maintain this constant, consistent communication with God all throughout the day. You know, uh, you know, again, to me, talking to God is just, you know, even your thoughts, just, you know, speaking to God in your thought life, praising the Lord, you know, uh, just, I just continually think about how good God is to me. To me, that's prayer. You know, saying, God, I love you so much. Thank you so much for what you're doing in this situation. The other day or a couple or last week, we had a team here. We were uh, putting on a new roof on a feeding center uh, in a school for children. And uh, I mean, just things were just going so well. I was like, God, thank you so much. This is so awesome. Thank you for all that you do. You are just so amazing. So see, 
That's prayer. You're speaking to God. You're talking to God. You know, uh, one thing that's really concerning lately in the body of Christ is people saying you don't need to attend church. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this right now, I hope and pray you're one of those that says, no, you need to be in the house of God. To me, where are you going to serve? Where are you going to serve in the kingdom of God? We are the army of God. I was in the military, United States Army. I did not serve in the U.S. Army alone. I didn't sit in the barracks by myself. I didn't go drive a, 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 a recovery vehicle. Uh, that's what I did in the Army. I didn't drive a recovery vehicle, M88, by myself. I didn't go out into the middle of nowhere and saw a tank just sitting there and go recover it, and there was no one around. No, we were in an army of, believe, or army of soldiers for the United States. We collectively worked together. Like I said, it's the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. We are a body of believers that should be working in the kingdom of God. We should be attending the house of God. We should be hearing the word preached and taught. You know, we should be walking out his plans for our lives. We should be abstaining for the world. This is all keeping our minds fixed and focused on the things of God, things that are important. And then finally, Romans uh, 15, 4 says, such things were written in scripture long ago to teach us and the scriptures give us hope and encouragement as we patiently, uh, as we wait patiently for God's promises to be fulfilled. You know, we need to, as we keep our minds fixed and focused on God, we need to patiently wait on him, wait on him to fulfill those things in our lives that we believe that he has said that he's bringing forth into our lives. Maybe, maybe you're believing for a spouse and God said, I'm bringing a spouse to you. Just patiently wait for that spouse to come. Don't make it happen. You know, uh, I've opened a couple businesses in my life. I've, uh, you know, I've had, uh, I've always been in the business world, some form or fashion. You know, God has always shown me how to uh, start a business. Right now, Life is Jesus Christ is getting off the ground. You know, I've had the website for many years. Now I'm developing a website. But God just told me, enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. So we got to be patient and wait on God and allow him to bring forth those things in our lives that he said that he's going to bring forth as far as maybe spoken to us by the Holy Spirit, maybe it was prophesied over our lives, maybe someone came and prophesied that over us, maybe our friend, meaning, meaning share that, and, 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 and I'm not saying they're a prophet, I'm just saying they prophesied uh, that God is going to do something in your life, and, it, and, it, uh, and it's confirmed in your spirit. Meaning sometimes, sometimes some people can prophesy things and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? I'm saying prophecy that confirms that God is doing something in your life. You know, uh, uh, you know, through the Holy Spirit, maybe your pastor's spoken something over your life. You know, you read something in the word, you see his promises. I'm just saying, be patient. And as you're being patient, stay fixed and focused on the Lord. And as you do so, I believe that you're going to begin to see God do amazing things in your life. So we're going to close today with prayer. I pray that you're enjoying these messages. Um, we've probably got one more uh, message of fixed and focused, and then we're going to continue on with some other things. So let's go ahead and close in prayer. Father, I just pray for all those that are listening and watching. I just pray, Father, that you um, uh, just bless them. Move in their hearts, Father God. Show them, lead them, guide them in the way that they should go to have this amazing life that you have for them, Father God. Father, I pray that for anybody that doesn't know you and they're listening right now, I pray they just look up and say, Lord, 
I need you in my life and I want to make you Lord. I repent right now. Forgive me of my sins. And I want to chase after you and make you my Lord of my life. And Father, just help me find where I'm supposed to go. Lead and guide me to the house of God. Lead and guide me to those people that will disciple me and show me how to be a believer in Christ Jesus. Well, thank you so much. God bless you guys. Have an amazing day. Bye-bye. Hey, this is Sean Paul here, and I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. My heart is that you find the life Jesus Christ has for you, that you truly become fulfilled in Him. And make sure you subscribe and stay tuned because we have a lot more coming. God bless you.